Welcome to Tropes and Tantrums. I'm Amber. And I'm Danielle. We are just two moms, never without our kids or our Kindles. Welcome to Tropes and Tantrums. I'm Amber. And I'm Danielle. And we're here to talk about books and our one true love, our kids and our family. I am so excited to be doing this with you. This is just like such a dream. Oh my God, literally when you texted me and was like, should we do this? Feel free to say no. I was like, literally just was thinking the same thing for weeks now. Like, should we do something together? Mm -hmm. Because this is literally our passion. And it's so funny because it's like the two things we can like talk about, like, for hours and we do we do talk about it for hours so <laughs> to each other <laughs> to each other it's so true <laughs> and then to obviously like live so close and be able to do this in person obviously if you're like watching this then we're in person but it might not always be in person so like don't take this for granted <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do not live in chandler anymore i do live a little bit far away now but but not too far that we cannot do this every Correct. so often because we like need our time absolutely we need our time (laughs) hence the reason we read and all of the other things that we do in Mm -hmm. our life because sometimes we just need to do something for ourselves and that is one thing I'm learning this year is finding the identity of who Amber is again Mm -hmm. not just Amber as a mom Amber as a wife who is Amber when Amber is by herself and it's so odd because we spent so much time as like ourselves like just us Mm -hmm. and then it was like almost like all of the things like as soon as we became and and I know that this is like true because it happened to me too but as soon as I became a mom it was like I didn't not that I didn't know who I was but I was like almost having to like be born the same way that my child was born that I was like a completely different person from that moment forward and I was like oh shit, this is a completely different world. Like not that I didn't know that being a mom was gonna be a completely different world, but it's just crazy how nothing else mattered after that. Like it was like everything else, I don't even remember life before that specific moment. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you just, everyone says, oh, you're supposed to lose your identity. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to only be a mom. And it's like, "Um, no, I wanna change that narrative. Like my kids will be the best version of themselves as long as I'm the best version of myself. Completely. And if I can't be the best for myself, then I can't be the best for them. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's been really hard because I know you felt the same because your kids are around the same age as mine. Yeah. But you almost are like, I don't have any hobbies. (laughs) Like I don't have, like people are like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? I'm like, I I am a mom. I'm a stay at home mom. Yeah, literally. And even though like, yes, I work, I work at home. So Mm -hmm. like my kids are there at home with me and it's like there's no, I don't, balance I am 100% convinced is a myth. There is nothing. It's a fever dream. No, it literally is. There is no day, there are days when I'm, you know, a better mom. There's days when, you know, I'm a better wife, when there's days that you're a better, you know, everything else, but you can't be the better of everything all the time because you're only 100%. So you can only pour out of what you actually have. Exactly. And for yourself, like you have to be 100%. There's no Mm -hmm. one, like in a marriage, it's 100% together. Mm -hmm. So your husband comes home from work and he's at like a 20 20. because Mm -hmm. it's been such a hard day. You have to be at the 80. Oh yeah. Whether you are there or not, you Mm -hmm. have to be at the 80. 
And that's so hard because who picks up the slack for mm-hmm. yourself? Oh, you do. And that's the thing. Even when you have kids, your kids take from that hundred out of you. And um, one of the best things I heard in the last year was that you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to pour. You have to pour from your own overflow. Yes. And it's like light bulb clicks because you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, when you're talking to someone. And no, obviously, everyone's journey is different. Some people are moms, some people aren't who are yeah. listening. But when you are not a mom and you don't understand what it's like all day, especially as toddlers, especially, I don't have it. Toddlers are a different, a different breed, bro. And toddlers are a different breed. I don't, and I don't have obviously experience otherwise, but every day, like you feel like I love you to death and I am obsessed with you every second of every moment. But you are sometimes counting the moments until bedtime and you are like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to make it like three more hours. So like my Charlie, she goes down between 730 and 8, mm-hmm. right? And that 730, 745 mark, she's losing her mind oh, yeah. if it's not even cl- – like we're not even making moves for oh, never. bedtime, bath nope. time, all the things. Nope. In, our, in her routine specifically. And my son, Dallas – Nope, he could be up all not Charlotte. night, and I'm just like, "Where's your energy can coming we from?" Go to bed. Yeah. Like I'm exhausted. I'm sorry that we couldn't go walk ten miles today and go to the park and do all the things. Could go for like, out like literally for hours. I'm like, so "Where's your hot outside?" So oh, yeah. you're literally just running circles in my no. house, bouncing off the walls, the couches, doing whatever you can do. Yeah. And I'm sorry that didn't wipe you out, but like. This is life. And no. thank God we go back to school next Thursday because I'm losing my mind. Um, so a little bit of backstory, I guess, about us individually. So I have a, I have two girls. Um, never in five million years, which is so wild to say now, imagined being a girl mom. But <laughs> I am, th- I would consider myself as peak girl mom as one can get. Truly, and I would agree with that. And but people like I, they're like you like never picture. I picture myself having all boys, which is wild to me. Same. And I just have fully embraced. It. And I'm very girly, like like all the girly things. But when I both times I was shocked. I was having girls and my gender reveals both times. And I was like, I don't know why I'm like literally like shocked because it was like 50 50 chance. But I was absolutely shocked both times. And so I have two girls. Um, one who just turned five back in June, Charlotte, um, frequently referred to as Char, the nickname that she did give herself. Because if we were talking years ago when we had her about the names we were going to call her, Charlie was actually at the top of our list of what we were going to call her. But at the time, her middle name was going to be, when I was pregnant, was going to be Vance, which is my husband's first name. So he didn't love Charlie Vance being too masculine using what people might consider two Correct. male names. Yes. And so we went with Reese as her middle name. But she decided pretty young that she was going to go by Char. And we've all kind of rolled with it. We call her Charlotte still, but it doesn't feel as natural as Char does. Yeah. Um, and then my second, who I said, like I said, was born in 2020, found out I was pregnant in February, obviously, one month pre-pandemic. Um, and she is um, Eloise 
Vance. So she actually does have the same middle name. Um, and we call her every single name under the sun, um, from Ella to Ali to Els. Um, she is, they're complete opposites of as humans, just as Amber said, her kids are the same. My second one is my um, calm, my like very reserved to herself, snuggler, like attached to my side 24 freaking seven. Um, my oldest, brown hair, brown eyes. My youngest, blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, didn't, when she was born, they were like, oh, she doesn't have hair. And I was like, no, no, that's not possible. And then has kept her bright blue eyes since then. Um, it's wild. So they look completely opposite until you stare at them both directly next to each other in the face where they have the same facial structure. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. They do look all alike. And and it's like wild because you just don't look at it like that way. And it's it's crazy. So like I said, two girls, my oldest is a dancer. Um, so I am a full-fledged dance mom at five years old. And um, she kills it. She kills it. No, She's, no, no. You kill it. Oh, I kill, I kill it. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm constantly drowning, but it's fine. I think we all feel like That's we're constantly drowning. And no, but like literally, like I only had like, I feel like she hasn't been dancing because we stopped middle of June and she goes back next week. And I feel like wow. we've been off for like a minute and a half. Um, because I'm literally at the dance studio all the time. You will hear it. It's a, it's a part of my life. I do not read at the dance studio um, because um, not for fear of like judgment, but like I'm usually really engrossed in like filming her while I'm there. Yeah. Um, but it is my you're my, super present. Oh yeah, and I'm because then she'll be like, "Did you see me?" And then like I feel bad like if I wasn't paying attention. Absolutely. Plus, like I can read other times. I will always find time to read. I'm same. sure it's the same. You will always. I'll stay up late. I'll completely get up early. Whatever. Oh yeah, like and I think that's the thing that you know, being that you have a hobby, doesn't mean that you that's taking away from your kids, but it's. Like, honestly, if I don't read, I genuinely, like, feel more drained because I don't have that time for yes, myself. absolutely. And it seems weird because, like, it doesn't track because you're, like, no, but you're, like, fully, like, you know, crushing, you know, an hour of reading, which an hour straight through of reading feels, like, wonderful to me. And I don't, like, I don't get full straight hours of reading because usually someone's interrupting. I'm doing something. It's, it's. Yes. It doesn't happen when you I stop watch. in the middle of a chapter because mom, mom, mom. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I got to get back to this. And literally when I watch reading vlogs of like girls in their 20s and I'm like, they're just like reading straight through. I'm I like, wish. what a dream. I I'm like, I you miss know those days. One day we will get that. And, and we will we'll miss it. Miss we're going to miss mom, this. Mom, mom. I know. I know. And we're going to have to change the name of our podcast at that point because it's just we're not going to be dealing with tantrums. <laughs> It'll, It'll just be something different. It'll just be something different. But okay, so then about me, I'm a mom of two. Um, I have a, my oldest is a, is Dallas. He is a boy. Um, he is four, and he's starting preschool for his second year. He's super excited. He just turned four in May. Um, and then Charlie, my daughter, she is going to be two in December. My three days before Christmas baby. I can't believe that happened. Mm -hmm. um, but she is a fire cracker. Mm -hmm. Man, they are the light of my life. Mm -hmm. They just bring me so much joy. I love them. We're not into sports quite yet. Um, but they're 
they're still causing trouble. Always. Every which way direction, up, down, sideways, mm-hmm. with each other. That's, you that's know what? a new level. It's it's something different, and I love it. Love it. Because now they can play together. Like, it's I'm not one to the, sit on the floor and push cars around. No. But they can do that together, and I love it. And it's funny because. I'll be the tunnel. And here's the thing. It's funny because you think about you've reached, like, a different stage of, like, parenting when your kids can now play together. Nicely. And so, yes. So eh, kind of. I So I was like, oh, my God, this is great because I can get, like, more time to, like, do things less time when it's quiet exactly so now i've reached the stage where they're now because they're five and she'll be three and um eloise will be three in october i don't think i said that but she'll be three in october and they're now at the stage of fighting a lot and they don't fight like they're not physically fighting but no yelling all All, the time charlie is i'm gonna move back my mic because (laughs) this is her Stop! Stop! Yeah. She is... No one is looking at her. No one. No one is around her. She just is telling you to stop. And it's like, first off, who are you talking to? Yeah. Uh, Bubba. Yeah. Um, he's on the other side of the room from you. Yeah. Why are you telling him to stop? What did he do? Uh, I don't know. But that's, I'm like, are you kidding me? And that's Charlotte. That's Charlotte's Eloise. And I'm like, Eloise literally isn't bothering you. <laughs> she's literally not bothering you she's not doing anything and it's funny because people were like oh like are you concerned like with her like bullying Eloise like because Charlotte has such a strong personality, personality. but it's actually it's actually worked negatively for me because Eloise doesn't take her shit at all like That's while my Charlie while Eloise is very reserved she doesn't let Charlotte win and that's where Charlotte does not thrive. Charlotte does not thrive if she is not winning. And it is, it's a lot. It's a different stage. It's a learning experience. It's totally different. And it's funny because, so my brother who's, so I'm the oldest. And so my brother and I are four years apart. My only real brother, like same mom, same dad. Um, we're four years apart. So we fought all the time. Yeah. But it's very different having them so close in age where literally like you said in the car charlotte's like don't look out my window and i'm like i'm like what do you want like what do you, what or they're fighting and i'm driving and i'm like you guys can we not and i the sw- screaming and the, the car, screaming i'm like you have oh. to stop i think something's wrong no and i am going to get one of one of my friends that i need to get one of those like easy buttons but it just needs to say girls girls not fighting Girls stop fighting. fighting. Because Love that. If I can go like a solid like hour without having to say girls stop fighting, it would be lovely. I've had to change my stop or enough to yeah. no thank you. I we I know thank you them when it's one at a time. Like if I know thank mm-hmm. you like when it's like one doing something because when it's them together, they're both doing whatever it is and I'm like yeah. we're done. We're done. We're done. Like, enough <laughs> and then you just feel like you get to a point sometimes where you're just like i'm literally fully done yeah and then like you're like i just need how many times of enough is enough all the time it's infinite infinite we're like we talked about it but 
um, with dance starting next week. And It'll help her mind. It's going to help so much because she's 100% active all the time. Yeah. And without having dance. There's has, just no busyness. No. And last year was the first year that she was doing competitive. And um, I did not realize when I had her try out that it was, I mean, I did dance. But did I do dance the way Charlotte does dance? Absolutely not. No, you didn't. And I wanted to have her have that outlet because she's homeschooled. And I was like, I want her to, you know, be around kids and do her more. Age. And, exactly. And um, obviously became a freaking huge time commitment. Obviously. It's, yeah. it's sort of time, financial, all the things. And, but it was so good for her because people are like, you're not like concerned like your four-year-old's like in like competition dance. I go, Literally, no. She loves it. She looks forward to it. She misses it when she's, like, if we have, like, a week that's, like, because we're going to class on Mondays yeah. where there's a holiday and it's closed and she's, like, mad that we're, like, not going. And it's, she loves the girls she dances with. And it's been, like, so nice, like, to have that because typically, like, she just didn't have that. Like, we, I have friends yeah. who have kids, but their kids are younger. And she's very mature for her age because she's, like, we always say she's, like, five going on, like, 30 honestly because she's like constantly like saying things and like doing things and she just is genuinely more mature for her age yeah and I liken it to the fact that she was exposed to so many adults at such a young age who because she was here at the office with me every day it's just a different environment so she just grew up in a different way yeah and so she was the youngest on her dance team um where most of the girls were um five, six, and seven. So only her and one other girl were four. And that other girl was still six months older than her. Wow. So she was still the youngest, but I found that in the class, the other class that she was in, cause she did do one recreational class that was not in her competition class. Mm -hmm. And she was the oldest. And it was horrific because the expectations were so different because it was like, you had three-year-olds. She's used to, you either hit it or you don't. Mm -hmm. Not, oh, we're sometimes hitting it, we're sometimes... No, it's yes or no. Yeah. And if you're not hitting it, you're moved to the back. You're not up front, center stage. Oh, yeah. It's just a different... It's a total different ballgame. That's in all sports. When you're doing rec versus There's comp, comp, comp yeah. or competitive yeah. or Travel, whatever, yeah. like... It's like that no matter what. A hundred percent. And people are like, I can't believe like you have her doing this so early. And I was like, she thrives on doing this. And so like, yes, it's uncommon for, you know, a four-year-old, but it's taught her so much. For me, growing up playing sports yeah. from rec to going to competitive, mm -hmm. traveling with soccer and then becoming a competitive runner. Yeah. Like it was, if it's no longer serving you and making you happy yep. and it's not fun, yeah. even though it's a competition like or competitive, if it's not fun, we shouldn't be doing it anymore. No, 100%. And like especially... Because it should always be fun. Should always be fun. And I think that's the difference is people think like, you know, like you're pushing your kids and whatever. And I'm like, first of all, I'm... You're making them well-rounded. That's the... Like, I'm glad my parents pushed me. Same. To do activities and sports and not just be like oh I'm gonna quit tomorrow because were there times when like I'm sure you could say the same thing that you like either like had a bad game or like you had a bad practice and you were like I don't want to freaking do this anymore and they were like yeah. no like you're like you're you just done. had a bad day you're going you're going to do it again yeah you just had a bad day and obviously there comes a point where you where you decide hey this isn't for me anymore and that's a decision that you make but at five years old if she tells me she doesn't like do something like yeah 
I mean, I did, I did dance, mm-hmm. and then I played soccer, and I played basketball. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. And then it was okay. I'm not good at basketball. I was on a co-ed team. I'm just not hand-eye coordinated. Like yeah. I'm just that's not my thing. Yeah. And then it was okay, so you're going to continue playing soccer, but then soccer and dance became competitive at the same time. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, now you need to pick which one makes you happier. Yeah. And it was like, oh, soccer makes me happy. So that's the road we went down. Then I got to junior high, and I got introduced to cross country and track, yeah. and I fell in love. Yeah. I was like, this is so free. Like, just to run, Yeah. love it. So I didn't play soccer in Could junior never high. Be me. Could never be Then me. I went to high school, and I was like – joined the cross country team to stay in shape for soccer mm-hmm. was played soccer was still playing competitively outside of the school yeah made made the varsity team made the varsity team soccer team made the varsity track team and then i was like i want to run in college i don't want to play soccer anymore yeah so i pulled back from competitive club soccer and focused on running but always played soccer in high school mm-hmm. to train or keep my body in yeah. shape for running yeah and i th- like it's such a great outlet yeah even for little kids like i can't wait to put dallas in sports in the fall yeah like i'm looking forward to it for people who are watching we live in arizona yes (laughs) yes we do and we you're like you can't take your kids to the park like you cannot like Uh, there's only 30 in the morning yeah but like who wants to get up at six nobody (laughs) not me and also like I'm sorry. There's only so many days you can go to the splash pad because let me just tell you, or the pool, because let me tell you what it's like as a parent to go. Because I always like understand. I was like, why don't my parents like ever like want to do like a bunch of like shit all the time? Yeah. And like then they were like, find something to do. Like you're not gonna be bored. Like find something to do. Whatever. And it's so funny because now the preparation to go <gasps> anywhere deters me. 80% of the time. The water bottles. The water bottles. The refill water bottles. The diapers, the snacks. The diapers. The snacks. <laughs> if you don't bring the right you, snacks. And if you don't have World enough. War three. If World you don't War have three. enough snacks. Well, see, I don't I don't ever go to a splash pad by myself. No. We're, there's a play date involved, so I'm sitting Always. there with another mom. Mm-hmm. You have to. Our kids are around the same age, and we're having a good old time. Yeah. And... What we have learned is just you bring a bunch of snacks, I'll bring a bunch of snacks, and the kids yep. will graze. Yep. And we're fine with and that. And it's totally good. It's funny, though, because so we typically go to one splash pad, and it's, like, in a private community. So it's, like, small. Okay. But it's great because there's not a lot of people there, and you need, like, a key card mm-hmm. to not only get in but to turn the water on. Ooh. So it's, like, really nice because there's nobody there unless you live in that community, which, I mean – we were going before school was out too, so it was really nice because there was really no one there. But then we went to Gilbert Regional Park a couple weeks ago. That's a great one. I love it's a great. gated, but it's always so, so packed. packed, so packed. And then they want to play on the playground because that playground yes. is epic. No, it is. And then you're like, no, dog, you will burn yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you will burn yourself. We will all melt out here. I'm sorry. I don't want to be climbing in that contraption no. to get you oh because my gosh. you're gonna get to a place and where you're gonna you get scared. Can't get down. And you're gonna get scared, and mm-hmm. I can't do that. And you'll be screaming, and then your sibling's gonna be like, "Mom, she can't get down." See, Dallas, fearful. Charlie, fearless. Oh, see, we got opposites. And I'm like. Well, technically, Charlie will be up there. She is in there jumping off things, mm-hmm. hanging upside down. I'm sure she would be. Oh, yeah. But my son, 
uh, Charlie, that's not, let's not, maybe no. no. I don't know. <laughs> so I had always told myself I was never going to be a um, McDonald's play area parent. And okay. there's, I mean, there's so many things that I said I was never going to I, be. I actually will stand by. I have never let my kid play in a McDonald's so, play area. I feed my kid McDonald's, yeah. but I will not let them play so in there. It is sometimes you're at a desperation point. So you let it happen. And so Charlotte loves it. And I think it's been maybe like three or four times. Plus, she is one of the most social humans, and she will make friends with literally every person. On Charlie. Her. And I'm Charlie. like, please stop. Don't talk to people. I don't <laughs> want you to talk to people. She's like, oh, we're going to like have a play date. I go, I don't know that person. <laughs> don't we don't know, know them. Mom. We don't know them. They're very strange. <laughs> Let's leave. We're done. We're done now. You've ruined <laughs> you, it for you, everyone. <laughs> you've made that friend. We got to go. Now we're done, because now I don't want to talk to anyone. So the last time we went, um, w- Eloise is like... Dallas and she does not like anything she doesn't like people she doesn't like scary stuff she doesn't like new things even at the splash pad it's like a 30 to 45 minute warm-up until we actually go in and it's like we're touching the water and then we're walking back and then we're gonna like maybe put two hands in and then we're gonna walk back and it's like a whole process so when we go to the McDonald's thing she never goes like I don't you know Charlotte goes with her dad I like sit at home Eloise is chill like I am so we like do whatever so she goes to the McDonald's play thing and they're going in there and I know I know she's going to get to a point where she's going to get scared because she's not going to be able to see me and she's yeah gonna not gonna be able to get down because she's too high up so she gets in there and there was other kids obviously in there and there was a little boy who I don't know if he intentionally scared Eloise I don't I'm not sure was not in there yeah but at some point she got scared, started crying. Yeah. Charlotte, not okay with that. Because the only person who can mess with Eloise is Charlotte. Is Charlotte. That's it. Absolutely. And so Charlotte screaming at this kid, no. don't you ever scare my sister ever again. Good for her. I'm going, I'm going to find you chasing this kid <laughs> through the thing. As Eloise is screaming, so now I'm climbing into the McDonald's plaything. Not only did I say I will never get in, I will never let my kids get in one, I, why am I now in yeah, one? Yeah, why are you going And I'm in? like, this is horrific. I we would, gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, we're done. We're done here. Because literally, and then Eloise would want to, like, she'd want to go back in there because obviously Charlotte's in there. Yeah. But Charlotte's made about seven other friends who are twice her age. Yes. As per usual. And I'm like, these are things. I, I mean, I could write a book on just the things that I have experienced as a parent that nobody prepared me for. That I'm just like, no one prepares where's you for this you, stuff. Where's there's no manual that one could write because when I tell parents some of the things that like have been said or like done, I'm like, is this normal? And like people are like, oh, I've never had that happen, but I've had this happen. And it's like equally it's, as crazy, yeah, but like different. And you're just like, how are we coming up with these ideas? Like where yeah, are these where, ideas coming yes. from and how can we reel Adjust. them back in? Yes. I mean, I guess we should reel it back and talk about. But like, so I, as a mom, I'm sure you get this, where mm-hmm. you get overstimulated and oh, you yeah. find some, you're trying to figure out back, you know, rewind a little bit, but we're here and you're overstimulated and you're trying to find a hobby and everyone's mm-hmm. like, well, what do you do for fun? Like, what do you do? I pick up a book. I'm mm-hmm. overstimulated. Yep. I need to relax. I need to calm down. 
it's quiet time. And unless I'm you don't open my book, or I'm gonna unlock my Kindle, and I'm gonna get dive into a, into a, into another world where I'm disassociating. One thousand percent, I'm dis- disassociating because of the things that I read. It's mm-hmm. not real. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. But it's like that escapism that like is totally different. And I guess that's a nice segue into kind of where like books started for us individually and how we kind of, you know, got to the point that we're yeah. at because obviously we didn't just start reading yesterday. So, oh, if we just started reading yesterday, no. I don't know if we should be doing this. No. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I should be homeschooling a child if I don't if I just started reading yesterday. That's a whole nother beast that you're taking <laughs> yeah. on good for you. That's a different. That's a topic for a different episode. <laughs> Absolutely. I am actually I bow down to you and all <laughs> homeschooling parents I wanted to be a teacher at one point in my life same and I got pregnant with my son Dallas and Mm -hmm. I was like you know what I want to be a mom that my mom being Mm -hmm. a mom is really truly my dream Mm -hmm. so that was a a, like a real back for me and Mm -hmm. I love it yeah homeschooling I don't know if I meant to do that I it's very funny because I also wanted to be a teacher I went to ASU for education for a hot minute and then I was like I know one day I'm going to want my own kids more than I want anything else. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't think that this is made. I'm cut out for this because I don't want to ever leave my job and have lost all energy and passion for children because of. And I know that that's not true for a lot of teachers, but I know, especially in the last few years, that's taken a totally different shift. And I'm glad to have never lived through that as a teacher. And my oldest was two in 2020 and I was pregnant with my second and I was like okay like she's goes supposed to go to preschool whatever but like I don't feel comfortable sending her to preschool I don't you know feel comfortable Well, the world was shut down yeah and so and that was the whole thing I was like I just don't know where this leads me and I had to entertain her while I was pregnant because when I'm pregnant, I'm like down. I'm done. Girl, and same. See, it's I'm I'm a useless blob. And I was like, when I was pregnant with my first, I was like, okay, it's like cool to be useless and whatever because I've got I was just me. And I'm I like, don't do, have, I don't have any I don't have anything to do. And then you get pregnant with the second one, and I did not know it could get physically worse because of I was sick with Charlotte until like 20 weeks or so. Oh, wow. And so I was like, all right, cool, like halfway through the second trimester I can we can do this like I can do this again and then I got I started getting sick with Eloise at five weeks Mm -hmm. and I was sick with her in labor so every single day I was sick so I literally physically was could not be a parent like I could not be a full parent to Charlotte and she was she had just turned one uh, two in June and I was pregnant from February through October So she was, so essentially, not that she was raising herself, obviously she wasn't, but like, thankfully, the world was shut down for like a hot minute. So like, I had help, which was like nice at home because I couldn't do it. And I was over at my parents all the time and it was amazing. And honestly, some of those moments are some of my favorite memories with her because it was like, everybody was just like all about Charlotte all the time because everyone had nothing else to do like we yeah, had nothing she else was to do. the center of she was and she lived and i mean oh i can believe that she lived i mean she lives now and she 
is not the full center of tension all the time, but believes she is. She makes every moment she count. She makes every moment is really just her like her moment. mom. Yes, <laughs> and so she, um, so she started like was an iPad kid from as soon as she could and people were like I can't believe you're like doing screen time with your child I go she doesn't have another option like we don't have another option of survival at this point and so she's like on the bathroom floor like sitting with me and she's on her iPad taught herself the ABCs before two years old love that and so like I was like okay she's like very smart and then I started doing like activities with her after my second was born because I wanted her to have something that was just for us yeah because she she was still so young and one of the blessings and I know because your kids are close in age also yeah one of the blessings is is they'll never know life without each other which is like what and I know that that's not feasible for every single person but it's one of the things I did want my kids close together in age because I want them to have that connection and I want them to have that person their best friend their best friend they're not my that and for me that's my no sister. and see and and I had never had sisters growing up so it was always like such a different world like that yeah. I got to give her this and so literally I was like okay we can like do these activities and she caught so fast and I was like okay I go people are homeschooling they're doing this it's not the same stigma that it like has always had and I've like because I have a lot of friends who are teachers and the stigma of homeschool is so it's wide. so different mm-hmm. now and it's so different now and so it was one of those things i was like we're just gonna jump in we're gonna you know the last two years have been pretty casual i mean it's still pretty casual because i'm just who i am and my lifestyle it's just it's part of my life yeah and charlotte literally started coming to work with me at like eight weeks old so she's always had to kind of be flexible and that's like totally why she has the personality she does and so it's nice because it's like I never envisioned myself homeschooling mm-hmm. literally at all because obviously there's so many like different misconceptions and yeah it's and it's I know scary to think it's about a hundred percent scary because you're like oh my gosh ooh, like I'm responsible for this person like to live but now to like grow Educate up as them? like yeah oh my God. and so I was like okay this is fine like we're cool and um. I'm like I said I'm very casual about it. It's kind of just play by ear. We you know do we kind of are dictated by like what she's in the mood for and she's thriving and so I'm like all right we're gonna do this as long as you're happy as long as we're both happy and we're both thriving and if that ever came to a point where we weren't then we would reevaluate a different solution but I'm like we might as well I said I'm at home I said I work at home I do everything at home I said I was like we'll try it we'll see what it's like I said she doesn't know any different and that's nice and she would th- here's the thing people are like are you worried about her not being social <laughs> and it's Girl, like, she's social and it's literally my favorite question i ask people i'm like she's been social since like she was since like a literal birth like <laughs> she was talking before she was walking like and wow she was and so it was like funny because she didn't walk till 16 months and people are like are you like scared are they concerned i go no because she talks like she's like five and she was like one and even my pediatrician was like literally all of her brain power has just gone to verbal versus like the physical motor skills and it wasn't like she wasn't crawling or she wasn't doing anything but sometimes people are late walkers both my kids late walkers and it's actually early rollers early crawlers Mm -hmm. early sitter uppers they did everything early except for walking both of them and let me just tell you as a parent if you like have kids that like are not walking yet when they walk your whole life changes run girl and you do not I'm sorry I was thrilled that they were both both of my girls were late walkers because I was like I did not have to child proof 
every ounce of everything. And here's the thing. Childproofing is not childproofing because they will figure it out. You're also adultproofing. You are. Just remember that. Too. You're even, and you may be adult proofing and not child proofing yes. also, which is Correct. worse because the only thing in my house, my current house right now, because we used to live in a two story, so that was different. Mm-hmm. But we have a gate for the um, kitchen because oh, okay. I, little feet and little hands underneath yep. me constantly it's my own space like that's oh, yeah. one space i can just yeah. be like okay this is not they can't get in here yet and i'm okay with that i mean i have contemplated putting locks on the fridge if we're being honest because of <laughs> like it, charlotte will just go in there and get her own um stuff and sent and like just like open it and like just everywhere it's no, it's full. So should we talk about that? We discovered that we're related by marriage. We are. That is <laughs> one of the wildest Fun things. Fact. Um, so Amber's husband and my husband are second, second cousins. Because their moms are cousins. Yes, correct. So we have been in the same place multiple times, never knew each other. Nope. Um, also went to the same high school. Um, graduated. She, you're a year older than a me. A year older. So we went to the same high school. We had mutual people in common <laughs> in high school in the same year, which is absolutely bananas. I, it, it, we can't get into that. But, like, it's it was wild. It was one of those moments that was just, like, that's insane. It's just, like, when you grow up where we grew up. And went to high school. It's very, like, as many people as we went to high school with, it, it is so small. It is so, so, so small. For as big as our high school is and was at the time. Yeah. It's even bigger now. Yeah. They've done so many add-ons. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's a small town. So small. It's a small college. It inside really that building. It really is. And, you know, when you – because I moved to Chandler before freshman year. So I had no ties out here whatsoever. Yeah, I grew up – born and raised. And so my husband was also yeah. born and raised in Chandler as well. And his family grew up in Chandler. And it's – so is mine. Like, it's like 100 – it's like – all you, Like, so – mostly all of our husband's family, family. Mm-hmm. went to the only high, high school, school. Correct. in this town. Yes. At the time. In, at, back, back back in when. the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so it was like a whole – because um, my brother-in-law was in the first graduating class of our high school. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. So it's like – and he's 40 now. So – but like it's, it's just wild. So like – and literally, like, you really can't go anywhere without someone knowing someone. Facts. I mean, I literally just went to the movies today, and this girl saw me at the movies. That, like, not that I went to high school with, but that I know from somewhere. She lives in Chandler. She lives in my parents' neighborhood. So, like, I literally can't. You literally can't go anywhere yeah. without knowing someone. So when Amber and I found that out, it was pretty bananas, honestly. Game changer for our friendship. It literally was. We're like, oh, cool. We're related. We're even like, better. Amazing. I figured I could say this part of it. We will not just be talking about books. If you've made it yes, this sorry. far, <laughs> if you've made we it this far, that would literally, we like, we like have this recording and literally it's just been us chatting. But
Like I get like it's just like you get to like hang out and like we're yeah. gonna talk books. And like I said, we're going to um I don't know how often we're gonna put these podcasts out. We haven't really nailed, We haven't really nailed, nailed that down, down, but we just wanted to get one out. And we d- we have gotten a lot out. So. Yeah, this yeah, <laughs> we yep. might have to take some of this and we're put gonna it in the yeah. Next. <laughs> yep, this might be cut down into like three different podcasts. Who knows? Because it's literally been an hour and a half, and I cannot cast. Like I think we about- could always do like a book podcast, like a yes. book episode, and then like a, a life a things. life content consuming episode. Perfect. Because obviously we did not plan for this, but we also no. want this. This to is f- natural. No, this it's is really it's true. Authentically, it's really us. <laughs> this is like you're getting the full gamut of us. But you're welcome. Um, thank you thank guys you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in today to Tropes and Tantrums. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget, happy reading.